This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Today we're going to continue our study on the parable of the sower, and we're going to do the second part of that, which is focusing on the seed that was um, that had fallen on stony ground. So we're going to go ahead and read the whole parable over again. So we're going to start in Matthew 13 and read verses 3 through 9, and then we're going to move to um, verses 18 through 23. Um, And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when, when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth and when the sun was up they were scorched because they had no yeah they had no root and they withered away and some fell among the thorns and the thorns sprung up and choked them but other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit some hundredfold some sixtyfold and some thirtyfold who hath ears to hear let him hear and then verses 18 through 23 which says hear ye therefore the prophet the parable of the sower when any one heareth the word of the kingdom that understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received a seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed in stony places, the same is he that heareth the word and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet he hath not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Is the, oh, keep going. Two more <laughs> verses. I'm gonna pretend like that didn't happen. Um, he also that received the seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some hundredfold and some sixtyfold and some thirty. Okay, so today we're going to focus on that which fell on stony ground. And so focusing on those verses, we're going to read again just 5 and 6. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no root, they withered away. And then the explanation of that is in verse 20 that says, But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. And verse 21, Yet he hath not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, he, oh, by and by, he is offended. So that's what we're going to focus on today. So those who received the word with gladness, and they endure for a short time, but then when affliction or persecution arises, they are offended and they wither and fall away. I just really like the word withereth. Withereth away. That's right. They have no roots, so they can't make it through hard times. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as someone who does not garden, um, but I have tried before. Me too. I've seen that happen a lot in my life. You've seen that happen. You mean the root system? You've seen it happen? You, but you let the seeds germinate, then like you, they grow okay. roots. But then when you try to plant them, Just like the way you said that, okay, I then <laughs> they they don't last. So they don't make it until you actually have, you know, tomatoes oh. or whatever it is you're trying to. All my plants be planted on the stony ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
It doesn't work. So I think that part of the problem is that we forget to prepare people for life as a Christian. And so you might think sometimes that life as a Christian is going to just all be easy. And so once you become a Christian, like you never have to worry about anything. And that's not the case. So thinking of examples um, of someone in the Bible that we might look at as someone who did not have the roots to endure hard times. First, I thought of the Israelites from the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. right? They believed God had sent Moses to deliver, deliver them. And so like Moses and Aaron go to them back in Exodus chapter four, and they did the signs that God had given them to do. And in chapter four, verse 31, it tells us the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel and that he had looked upon their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshiped. So they were so thankful that Aaron and Moses had come, that Moses was going to lead them out of Egypt and out of all their persecution. But if you have studied the Old Testament, you know, um, the Israelites, the Israelites, it does not last long. They witness all of the plagues that God sends upon Egypt and like the Passover and the yeah, plagues the, that he saved them from. Yeah, all of those but, things. You would think that their faith would be unshakable and oh, unmovable. Because no. because clearly God forgot about the fact that they needed food. Yeah, he, they over and over talk about, did you just send us out here into the desert to die? Like, why couldn't we have just died there in Egypt? Like, if he wanted you to die in Egypt would have died in Egypt. You would have died in Egypt. So yeah, over and over you see that they complain about not having food or they complain about the food that they are given, the manna. Um, They are afraid of the Egyptians following after them. Um, Then you can see that they are destroyed in the Red Sea. Again, you would think that their faith would have been strong at that point. Oh no. But no. And then you see even when they reach the promised land and they're ready to go in and they send in the spies, that they come back, and again, they lack the faith and quickly turn um, as soon as some obstacle is in their way. They don't have that deep foundation and um, endurance to, to stick with it, um, besides Joshua and Caleb, who obviously do. So, that, yeah, that was one of the ones I had thought of from the Old Testament that we can see where, like, they just weren't prepared to endure the hard times, and we need to make sure that we are. Oh, is this my turn? So this, the example I had was um, is found in Luke 6, verses 46 through 49, which reads, And ye, and why call ye me Lord, Lord? And ouch, sorry, the cat just bit my toe. <laughs> um, we're just going to start from the beginning. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not those things which I say? Whosoever cometh unto me and hear my sayings and do with them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon an earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of the house was great so it's the parable of the wise and foolish builder um and the foolish man built his house but without a foundation a good foundation i'm sure there was a foundation um sand (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah bad foundation um when the storms came through, it it went splat. 
I mean, you know, didn't hold up. So you know what I thought about? What did you think? About? Last week doing the podcast when you almost fell out of your chair. Yeah, I was See? not on a good foundation. Not a good foundation. She about went splat. So it would have been really. Don't sit on the edge of your seat, guys. Get a, pick a firm foundation. I sit on the edge of everything. Um, and the application here is that we need to make sure we have a good foundation sitting all the way on the chair. <laughs> um, so when the storms of life do come, we can be prepared and able to stand firm. That's right. Because obviously, again, like I said, we know that life will give us tough times. Like you it's don't know what it will be. be. Um, I mean, sometimes you might wreck a car or sometimes you okay, might we have... Okay, we do not need to say that. <laughs> I'm just saying it happens. You can be very careful, but still tough times come. And I think it's interesting to see that, like, Jesus tried to warn his apostles before he was arrested in the garden. He had warned them and he had said, you know, tonight all of you will be offended because of me. And they were like, no. Yeah, Peter, you know, being how he was, was like, oh, I will never be offended because of you. Yet shall everyone else be offended, not me. Not me. I got you. Denies him three times that night. (laughs) Exactly, that same night. So he thought he was prepared, but he wasn't prepared. Um, And so we need to make sure that we are prepared. Um, I was also thinking this past summer teaching VBS, I had the fifth and sixth graders and we were talking about the armor, the whole armor of God. And so one night I had each of them stand up and as I walked by them, I kind of shoved them. (laughs) She was pushing children in Bible class, guys. (laughs) You know what? I probably made a point that they will remember for a very long time. No, no, it's a good point. Because. I just wanted to tease you about it. The first child was not prepared and they did not fall all the way over, but they definitely stumbled quite a ways before getting back up. But the second child, after seeing the first one and what I did. She's like, oh, Miss Tina's going to push me over. <laughs> they do not call me Miss Tina. Um, I didn't know what they called you. Just Tina. It's fine. I always just called you mom, so. The second child, definitely more prepared. So they had their feet planted and a more firm foundation. And so when I went to p- push them, I still tried to surprise them to catch them off guard a little bit. Well, of course you did. It's more fun that way for everyone. But they were grounded and more stable. And so they barely moved. They barely moved. But it's a valid point. And so in Galatians 6, verse 10, obviously, with the armor of God, we are told to um, stand. And, of course, they go through all the armor. But I love verse 10, where it says... um, there, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Oh, sorry. That's not the one I meant. I didn't think so. Um, I meant verse 13, where it says, Take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to go. stand um, <laughs> be able to stand in an evil day, <laughs> and having done all, to stand. So it just gives that idea of, you know, everything we need to do, we need to be planted, we need to be firm, we need to be <laughs> yeah, solid. She just stomped her feet on the ground. <laughs> I'm showing my solid foundation. They can't see you. (laughs) Anyway, so let's not be like those that don't have a foundation or a root system. Or a house that's going to go splat. Or sit on the edge of your chair because you'll probably... (laughs) You made it rhyme. I did. On purpose. I know. Um, so we are going to end because we also see some encouragement that Jesus gives um, to the church in Smyrna. 
What? Yeah, in Revelation 2, verses 8 through 11. We often just read verse 10, but we need to read all of it. You looked like you were about to read it, and I I was upset that you were going to steal my thunder. Um, I just like to follow along in my Bible. That's okay. I did it. No, I just thought you were going to steal my thunder. (laughs) The thunder is all yours. Go for it. Thank you. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna, write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works, and tribulation and poverty but thou art rich and i know the blasphemy of them which say they are jews and are not but are the synagogue of satan fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer behold the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried and ye shall have tribulation ten days be thou faithful unto death and i will give thee a crown of life he that hath an ear to hear this is so hard for me to say, and it's the second time I've had to say it today. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Okay, I just thought that was a neat way to end because it talks about just the encouragement that that church needed because of the things that they were about to go through. And um, I think we all are going to find times when we do stumble some. And just like mm-hmm. we saw Peter... After he um, denied Jesus three times, and but that was not the end of his story. Um, and we see that on the day of Pentecost, he is there, and he is preaching to the thousands there mm-hmm. on the day of Pentecost when the church began. So obviously, there was a point when he was then forgiven, and he went out and made it right. So we can all do the same. Even though it's hard sometimes, and sometimes it feels like you're just chasing cheetahs. Yeah, just out there, like, (laughs) running in circles. You can definitely get it done. You can make it right. So, our challenge for this next time, we thought we would really stretch and really push you all and ourselves. We need to make sure we're doing the challenges, too. We we need to make sure we remember to come up with challenges. (laughs) That too. But our challenge for this week is to do a Bible study with someone. So it can be one that you do even via text. Like, you know, you can each study something. A phone call. I used to do them over the phone with people. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can... You know, do a study with someone, but you can, you know, share this podcast. Y'all can listen to this podcast together. And then discuss it. I'm back to plugging the podcast in the podcast. You missed a few weeks, I got I got a couple of complaints, actually, from people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good thing you're back to that. So, um, yeah, so do a Bible study with someone. It can be, you know, a friend. It can be a neighbor. It can be, you know, someone else. But, you know, reach out. Start a Bible study. That's your challenge for the week. Do we say thank you? We always do. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> we thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.